안녕하세요. Um, welcome to the Mind of Monty podcast. Gonna translate it. Hello. For the people, I figured that. I just want. I'm just saying, people don't know. You are you educate people along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Educate people. Hello. People can assume that's what you're you're saying, but you know. I I said hello. Gotcha. Um, I was gonna say welcome, but I was like, ah, too convoluted. Anyway. Welcome to the Mind of Monty podcast. We are your co-hosts. I am Mo. He is Monty G. Hello by itself, by the way. It's complicated, if you don't know. Hello by itself? Like, just what you said counts as complicated. I don't think so. If you don't know. Annyeong. Haseyo. I didn't ask for a lesson. I'm just saying, if you don't know, that is just as bad as what welcome would have been. I guess. Anyway, today we have we have things to discuss. Um and I feel as though we should just we should just jump right in. I was gonna give a deep dive, but you'll see when you see it, right? So When um, you see it. Yeah. Yeah. Or hear it. I mean In this case, yes. But no, I get I get what you're saying. It is right now. So uh Honestly, the, the way I wanted to start off this show was it's going to be a little bit different than usual. I do want I wanted to explain the process of how we got here to this type of, or at least to the beginning of this show. Uh, so you know we reviewed WrestleMania last week. Thank you, thank you for listening. By the way, for everyone who checked that episode out, I appreciate it. Uh, but uh, we appreciate it. But honestly, uh, I really didn't necessarily. I haven't. I watched Raw. You know, a little bit of it anyway, mm-hmm. half of it. Uh, I didn't. I have not watched Dynamite in a while, by the way. Have not watched. Uh, you know, you mentioned this. You reminded me of this yesterday. That I really, other than when I'm doing something for uh, the Dubinar podcast, I'm not really watching NXT either. Keeping up, like I said, I may keep up with Melo doing per segment or whatever. You know, because Carmelo Hayes is my guy. But other than that, I don't really check up on it. So, you know, even in New Japan, like, yeah, I, I got an idea of what's been going on. I keeping up. I've been keeping up with the, you know, what happened uh, at, the, at, wasn't it Hyper Battle? I think it was called Hyper yeah. Battle. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I kept up with what happened, but I still haven't watched the card for myself. So down the line, maybe even next week or the week after that, some of those reviews or some of that, some of that stuff I wanted to talk about may come. Uh, but, you know, I didn't have it this week. And I, I like, again, on my, like, on my, in a part of my schedule now, a lot of times, especially live, I'm not necessarily going to ever watch any of these wrestling shows live for the most part. I like to catch up through DVR. Sometimes I go at my own pace. Yeah. I prefer it that way. But I can understand how this podcast or other other thing, you know, other people are going to keep up with that. And that's another thing I noticed when I was doing this at the beginning of this journey of the Mind of Months podcast. It was just like doing a raw review doing a SmackDown review, doing an AW review, and basing the show about that, it just seems like I would scroll down the so- social media and I would see hundreds of podcasts already doing it. Hundreds of podcasts the night out, the night of Dynamite posting a Dynamite review or posting, you know what I mean, stuff like yeah. that. And I'm just like, okay, the market is obviously full of people giving their opinions on each and every little show every week. So that's why I started doing the rumors. That's why I started to try to do highlights and stuff like that uh, from those shows. Mention it, you know, every now and then, but not go too deep into the details because, again, I'm trying to offer you guys something a different, different, yeah, something different, along with still being the wrestling fan that I am, or you know, whatever it is. And that's why you know stuff like the Buzz Down Review. That's why uh, you know what we the other show. What was the first show that we did? Peacemaker. I don't know why I forgot that fast. Peacemaker. It was still kind of going, it was still kind of related to wrestling in that case, but that's why we started to do other things to try to provide, you know, a little bit of a commentary on different types of, you know, topics or just, you know, things that interest us. So with that being said, that kind of led me to my newest idea or one of them. And I know this is not uncommon or done, but not just undone or not, done by anybody else but I believe the way we plan on doing this can be unique you know because of how we uh, you know how we try to approach it. it's going to take a lot of research but I believe that 
if executed properly, this can be not only beneficial for the show, but beneficial for me just as, you know, just skill building and researching and just, you know, finding out things I didn't know, finding mm-hmm. out, you know, all types of stuff. So where I'm getting at is that going forward, possibly, don't want to give you guys an exact show date, not going to say next week, whatever, because I really want to plan out these episodes. But what I want to do is, is like, instead of dedicating, or instead of talking about particular shows all the time and doing reviews. I still want to pepper in my reviews when when they fit. You know what I mean? I still want to do that. But I want to start focusing maybe on doing like wrestler profiles or even just it could turn into maybe even celebrity uh, profiles depending on, uh, you know, who that is and what I want to talk about, you know, what they've accomplished, stuff like that. Is it people mm-hmm. that I want to give more of a shine to? You know what I'm saying? Uh, because I just was thinking about it just a minute ago. It's like, you know, It'd be nice to uh, see how much information I can dig up through interviews and stuff about Mark or like RDC, like just in general, all oh, yeah, of yeah. like I got a baseline of how it all started just from watching their videos and all that. But you know, over time now they're getting even more and more famous. Might be more information out there, more interviews, whatever. Either way, because they love giving great stories about how they grew up, and I think it's kind of funny when you, you see how like they've known each other a long time, people in yeah. RDC. But anyway, that's besides the point. That's just an example. Uh, you know, so it doesn't necessarily have to be wrestlers, but to keep it related to what I'm interested in and to uh, try to have fun with how they were booked and a little bit of some of the real life elements, if we can find that information, I think we can have good conversations, maybe have, you know, tell some decent stories. You guys can be inspired by some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, especially not only just in wrestling, but just in life, there's a lot of inspirational stories out there. Oh, Another yeah. thing, that, by the way, I want to let you guys know, a news story that I saw on Twitter gave me a, one of these ideas because not only did you give me an idea because of what you've been doing, I want to give you your credit too, Mo, because Mo Marbles actually can be credited as an influence here because you focus on particular K-pop members mm-hmm. or you know entire bands for a day and you kind of would watch certain videos about them. You would find a lot of different extra, even if it's pointless information, you found it. <laughs> so it kind of motivated me to be like, okay, maybe we can turn, maybe I can turn that into like my own kind of version of something like that. But it's not even just that. What I found out about home improvement, <laughs> Mr. Tim uh, Allen. Yeah. When I saw when I saw that he was an informant, nobody's talking about this. He's so cracked. I'm, I'm well, so cracked. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. I just freaking. <laughs> Uh, you, what was I about to say? You, Dang, you I made it worse than him. what it is. You yeah. Him. yeah, he's on crack, like uh, Lamar. You know, Lamar, what he did? He Lamar, smuggled cocaine. It was cocaine, not crack. I, I just made it worse than what it's, it is. But the point like, is, he was a was a, a dealer of hard drugs. Okay, let's just say it that way. Cocaine. And then he snitched. He was a rat. He told on everybody. Informant, and he was allowed to become famous. You know, Tim Taylor, Home Improvement. You know, he got famous after that. And, you know, I was thinking, I was like, well, I told her, there's no way. It's only, only, by the way, it's only people like Tim Allen who going to get that. You can't snitch and be and look like us and think you're about to be making any type of money yeah. in the community. It's funny how it works out for us. But anyway, uh, that motivated time. me to be like, man, this is crazy. So, like, it's stuff that, that's the, that people, that happened to people before they became the people you know them for. Or the, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. for example, Will Smith. Everybody know him as Fresh Prince and all this stuff, but they don't know about the the, the uh, you know the assault and stuff. I think he got arrested for in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. You know when he was young, young as on the what? I've always heard the excuse that he was just young, whatever, blah blah. blah. But I'm saying more details about that stuff. You start to realize, okay, well maybe Will wasn't all you know even even when he seemed to be the most stable of us. You know he's always had these moments, right? That man always had crazy. He's always like, yeah, he would lash out at times, and I think maybe like you said, he's, he's fed up at this point. If you see what I'm trying to say. But anyway, that's besides the point. I was just using them as examples. But even the people that you love and can be inspirational, you got a lot of stuff. But I know at this point, Will done wrote a book or said something about the oh, scenario. Yeah, he, he in just, his book, right? Yeah. In the little memoir, right? Okay, cool. That's what I'm saying. So I'm pretty sure if I wanted to do one on Will, I could get plenty of takes on stuff that happened yeah. personally. And we can comment on what we love and, you know, find funny about stuff professionally, whatever it is. So... You know, that's just an example of where I think we can go with this. And just imagine your favorite wrestler, your least favorite wrestler, whoever it is. And just, we may, you know, do a do a profile, as I like to call it. Instead of saying I'm going to do a bio. Because I don't, 
not gonna promise to go through everything that happened to these people <laughs> from birth. That's just it's just too much. But the notable stuff This ain't A and E. Yeah, that's not my job to do that. I'm not just gonna read you stuff that you guys can all go look up, but I do want to find certain things, give takes on it, you know, have a little bit of a back and forth about it, and then, you know, we go from there. But that's my idea going forward. We will see. Like I said, you guys will definitely know when that episode. As a matter of fact, when the episode does uh, drop, hopefully the show before that, I can tell you guys about it. But if not, you guys will definitely know it because the whole episode will be about them or that person. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I just really wanted to let you guys know what I've been up to personally as far as ideas uh, going forward for the show. And I also wanted to say, uh, since I am talking about what I've been doing personally, I love Dragon Age Origins. I always yes. love Dragon Age Origins. I've beaten it countless times, but you know just like I know. And I just want to ask, am I the only one? Maybe I am. I, but I'm, anyone who knows about playing role-playing games, am I the only one who at this point almost annually goes through six games in particular? Because I just want to really highlight Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Because no matter, until they, even when they remap. Remember remastering the Legendary Edition of Mass Effect, by the way, was just perfect timing for me. I was going to play that, that series with my original versions anyway. Every time, every time where um, it's the time of the year where you should be outside, he's like, let's do some role-playing games. And it's like, ah. Yeah, exactly. It's the spring. It's finally getting nice again. Not through the winter. Even though I was playing Cyberpunk a couple months back, so that counts too as an RPG. But this is a little bit different because, like you, like you know, I will play Dragon Age 1, Dragon Age 2. By the way, play Dragon Age 1 at least. You got to play it at least three times for it to count as a playthrough. So you got to play through the story at least three times, in my opinion. Because you you got I do. That's why I say maybe it's only me. But you got like seven different origins. I want to go make two new ones, honestly, if I I could. But, you know, like I said, origins is awesome. You make all types of crazy decisions. I even have found a way to make the evil playthroughs. Still give me a lot of XP because I still do a lot of fighting. Mm-hmm. So now my now my evil rogue character on there is just souped up. But he nowhere near my arcane warrior. But anyway, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, it's is is I'm sorry for confusing you here, but I love those games. That's what I've been doing outside of trying to come up with new ways to approach the show, or at least just you know give you guys something different. We gotta have a I want to have us a, a, a smorgasbord. I, I know I know it's funny, right? Smorgasbord. It's not smorgas. It's not smorgas. It's smorgas. Smorgas. Smorgasbord is the way, is my word for it. Since I done made up new, we making up new words. It might now. be right. That's not even a real smorgasbord. It's not smorgasbord. Either way, it go. I want a uh, a round table of just things that we can go to. All right, King Arthur. It's true though. I want it. I want like. Uh, a plethora. I, yeah, I just want like everyone to know. Like they see the Mind of Monthly podcast, they know that. He can talk about a range of subjects, but you know, I, I want us to have a few bags that we go into. Like sometimes it's gonna be show review bag, maybe a book review bag one day. Oh, you bio, you know, bio, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, we, I do actually. I think I think that'll be great. You need to tell them about some of this, you know, stuff that you read because it's obvious, like some of the, the scenarios is sick, and you need to tell them. And I know I just made it. I just kind of built it up bad, but I'm telling you, like, well, I've got screens. It's all types of stuff that. Yeah, I don't even. Do you, I, we want you want to read the you want to read, read, read the one read the one you sent me, and then just that'll just give you guys a nice precursor to some of the stuff, type of books that could possibly be reviewed on this show going forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll do it during Moe's Marvels because it's, it's okay. too hilarious. All right, so all right, cool. But anyway, besides that, it's funny though. This is not a good segue at all <laughs> because you talk we talking about that, but now we want to talk about something way more serious. Very serious. Uh, but honestly, not too bad right now. I do want to go ahead and let's just try to both give a nice little mental health check. And I think this is always something that I want to do actually more often on these podcasts, you know, or who knows, we'll but shoot for like once a month, maybe once a month, give a mental health check in on one of these shows every month. And, uh, you want to start, you want to go up with yours or you want me to, um, launch? I'll, I'll, how are um, you doing? I'll start, I guess. So the past four weeks has been in, in a rough uh, patch for me, aside from like my birthday, um, 
that's the thing, like facing your own age and mortality and all of that's Oh, don't get me started. Depressing in and of I'm itself. I'm older than you, by the way. So Yes. I am twenty six in Korea. I'm twenty six in America. I am twenty six in Korea. We're the same age. Anyway. Yeah. Um it it the for me it's hard to just uh not it's hard for me to say that I'm I'm not in a good space. Yeah. But um with with the school and everything and how I feel about my rotations or some of the things that I've seen, it is hard to say that I'm a hundred percent happy with, with anything. I feel like I'm hard on myself. Like I feel like I can do more than I've I've done, even though I know that the things that I've done were for a reason. It's funny though. I'm glad you said that because during this check, I do kind of want to use your words against you here because just yesterday, as I will get into my check, uh, you did tell me, literally, word for word, a good reply to what you just said. And when it comes about 100% perfect, you said no, there's no such thing. Things will never be a hundred percent perfect. So Yeah, that's true. We do have to acknowledge that guys. I just wanna say that a lot of times in life we want every phase of our life to be perfect. And that's just not gonna just not how it's gonna go. Something is going to be less than perfect. You know. Yeah. And that by the way, that's a man made word, by the way. It's just some some word some guy came there's, up with. There's no there's such no thing as perfect. It doesn't exist. No one is is happy a hundred percent of the time. Right. Um, so yeah. And I think like accepting that is the hardest part in the end. Chasing perfection leaves a lot to ignore. Shut up, Eddie. I'm just saying, yeah. That that line. Why you think we love that line so much? It's so true. It's just yes. it's just facts. Like we all we all get in our modes where we want everything to just go right. Same thing with me. You know, I, I I'm with you. I, it's hard because we've been and we've been down. We've been worse. Like we talked about in Arkansas when this pod, by the way, thank, I'm thankful for this podcast. Who knows? Would I even be on this earth still if I didn't take the chance and just buy, buy this thing and get a way to vent? Like I said, I don't give a damn who's listening. Six people, five people, 14, 140, you know, a thousand, 50, 50,000, doesn't matter. This thing has allowed me to vent in ways like this is a great, this episode is a great you know, example, example of it mm-hmm. because I don't have, I didn't even put notes. None of this is written down. This was all just me wanting to get a lot of things out because that seemed to be more of a theme of my week instead of just talking about wrestling and all that. Sometimes, you know, the, your hobbies and the thing that you love got to take the back burner so you can, you know, take care of yourself. And I believe that this podcast has helped me for a long time be able to take care of myself. I'm someone who, who have anxiety. I'm somebody who, has struggled with depression. So I already understand what it's like to not be necessarily in the right headspace. And I comparing the way I felt recently to where I felt at my worst, oh, it's not even close. But you do still have to acknowledge when you feel some type of way. You do have to come to terms with those feelings. And I, I'm just thankful that you're here, Mo, to, to be there. Because yesterday I was literally going through a lot of stuff. Sometimes my mind... Personally, for me, I don't know if anyone's out there like me, but I'm, I'm, I hope so. And that's why I want to explain, like, my mind will give me thoughts that I don't even have any proof that these thoughts are relevant right now. But they come into my, they just, they, they, they're, they're there. And you have to battle them, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I have constantly. doubts. Yeah, constantly. Like I said, you're in medical school. You're working to be a doctor. You know, uh, you know I'm a digital creator. I, I want to just create, and I think it's so much more than I can do. And I sometimes I put unnecessary pressure on myself for, like, things, like you said, to things to be perfect. Everything has to go this way. I need, if I'm going to make a video, I want to have this editing software. It has to be blah, blah, blah. When, it, like I said, sometimes it's just not going to be that way. And you just have to make do. Mm-hmm. And you told me, yes, like I told you, that sometimes I just feel like I haven't been able to be consistent in anything. I don't necessarily... Uh, believe in the degrees I've picked up. I have two college degrees, and sometimes looking at the at the at the field that I'm in, I don't necessarily see a, just a nine to five job that calls me, or like a job in general, not nine to five. But you know what I mean? 
a job in my field that calls to me other than doing what I love, which is this right here, podcasting, broadcasting, stuff like that. And, you know, it's just like you have to come to grips with, you know, some parts of your life is a work in progress. But it's also other parts of my life. Like a lot of times we get so focused on trying to fix the work in progress, we forget that, man, you got have it nice. Like I'm, I'm, I have a, a fiance who I've been with, been lucky enough to have a by my side for a decade. And we're still, I, I'm not bored. I, I you know, I, I'm enjoying myself. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I don't want to speak. Hear. I don't want to speak for you. Right. But I don't want to speak for you. And I'm just saying things have been great in that aspect. And there's some people who would kill for somebody to love them, you know, the way I feel like we love each other. So the thing I'm saying is, is that you got to sometimes take the good with the bad, but like, we focus so much on trying to fix the bad and fix the the not finished or whatever that we don't work, look at the perfect sculptures that we already have or the things that we've already put out into this world that's great, you know? Yeah. I, like you told me yesterday, I've accomplished a lot more than I want to give myself credit for, but that's just how my brain works. My brain sometimes tells me that you can always do more or, yeah, she wants this and wants that. Like, you need to be the one to get get that for her when that's just not, that's not necessarily the reality. Everything, just because you may want something or just because I want something doesn't mean that, you know, we have to get it or we're going to get it right then. Sometimes right. it comes in time, right? Yeah. So like give yourself time. And I, I'm just happy that we did this because I feel like to, the way I sound today. And if I would have did this show yesterday, probably would have been two completely different, uh, you know, explanations of where I am but I just think that's why I believe the importance I came to you yesterday when I felt some type of way mm -hmm. and when I was almost when I was in tears I came to you and I talked to you about how I was feeling and now the next day I already have so much more clarity so if you're listening to this out there and you have you have feelings about something you don't feel good you have and you need someone to talk to like please reach out like I promise you sometimes that's all you need is just someone to listen to you whether they say, give you good advice back, whether they're just listening, whether they, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes you just have to get how you're feeling out there. And then as the day went on yesterday, I started to have much more clarity. I started to think about a lot of those thoughts that I was putting into my, like thoughts that were in my head that I was putting into the world by believing them. When in reality, if you just let those thoughts be what they are, just thoughts, let them pass, let them be what they are. Because that's how I am. I'm an overthinker. So thoughts pass by all the time. I know how to ignore nonsense, but sometimes the nonsense creep in and be like, ah, it's kind of raining true to me right now. Yeah, play you know? into your insecurities. You get triggered, you know, easily sometimes. But anyway, uh, that was my mental health check-in. Overall, I think I'm fine. I'm doing fine. Uh, it's always a work in progress. We're all going to have our ups and downs. But, you know, yesterday may have been a little bit of, of my – like my my bell curve going down, down. yeah, it's going down. But you know, I think I'm on the I'm I'm rising. I'm on the rise. So that's the way we have to look at it. You know, life is life is all like, about ebbs and flows. Like perfect example. So I garden, yeah. And right now in in our podcast room, I'm looking at all of these uh, plants that I've fostered. Some seeds that I planted dang near a month ago have not grown. Am right. I sad about that? Yes, because I really wanted a cucumber this year. Um, but I've also got like 12 tomato plants that have grown. Right. And are thriving. So it's like, I, I see what was happening, but I'm focusing only on the thing that's bad and not enjoying what's right there, the life that's there and um, all yeah, of What it. you've accomplished. Like you've, I, you've at, at times, yeah, I don't know if I have the green thumb, but at the same time, you know, you're not necessarily killing these plants either all, all off, you know, like magic not. with it. So, like, you're doing it, you know. Exactly. So, you have to give yourself credit. And you have to. Uh, That's the theme of this. Give yourself credit. Give yourself some credit, people. Yeah. All right. Um. Now, back to some, or I guess switching to some rumors, some hilarious ones. What What do we have in the wrestling world right now? All right. Well, so, uh, first and foremost, I'm not going to say this one right here is hilarious, but. Uh, this is what I think we all ex expect. PW Insider says WWE is finalizing plans for its return to Saudi Arabia ah, right now. Boom. Looking like the end of October and the beginning wow. of November. 
So there you go. All the blood money jokes, get them ready. It's too late. At this point, I don't think I think the blood money jokes have died, right? Because we 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 just at this point we've accepted it, right? It's been years. Or are, they, are now, we still right? giving blood money? Yes, I mean, right? I don't know. Anyway, ringside news claims WWE has yet to even consider any kind of matchup plans for SummerSlam this year. That's all the way in August. They got time. Yeah. They don't even know who they, they don't even know what their roster looked like by SummerSlam. That's fair. You know, so come on. Uh Creative just doesn't have anything for Shotzi right now. So that's why she hasn't been booked for TV. We can tell. Yeah. That's what Ringside News says. Uh according to Fightful Select, New Japan Pro Wrestling has started securing visas for foreign talent for the first time since the pandemic in twenty started in twenty twenty. So that's awesome. I have to get out a little pop because we know how long New Japan has definitely been affected by this pandemic. Most of their roster has been away, <laughs> or at least a big chunk of Jay it. White. Definitely a big chunk of their roster, right? You know, uh, has been away. So, you know, a big chunk of the lot of the because they also, uh, if you remember when they were dominating just a few years back, just having some of the best wrestling in the world, they had Ring of Honor people popping up. They had all types of people in and out. Of the company, so yeah. uh, yeah, that's cool that they're getting those visas together. Uh, on the wrestling perspective podcast, Ian, I can't say your last name, but I'm gonna say Rickaboni. I'm gonna say that Rickaboni, or maybe it's something else. Reach it, reach Rika, Rickaboni. Who it doesn't matter either way. It go Ian said Ring of Honor had a new logo and new merchandise ready for a full rebrand and launch before Tony Khan even bought the company. Okay, so there you go. Apparently, in uh, WWE news that I'm not even surprised by, I don't think anyone by here is surprised by it, uh, but Gunther Walter. <laughs> was told to lose weight before the call-up because Vince wants slim people on TV. Oh, that's just Dave Meltzer also weird. said Keith Lee was given that same directive, but didn't listen. So now, and he's now somewhere else. So now he's somewhere else. So yeah, Keith said, screw that. I ain't going no. I'm not changing my body type just That's just because you need. I mean, honestly, come on, bro. Like, let some people be unique. You know, is that why Kevin slimmed down too? You know, he he still got. You know, he still has a good. But Kevin's definitely slimmed down. Uh, anyway, yeah, that that I'm not really surprised though at all. Uh, in social media posts and comments about Tony Khan's army of bots tweet, which, by the way, was hilarious. Basically, Tony Khan tweeted out that uh, it's WWE, uh, most of these accounts that hate WWE online, he, he said it's a case study performed, that he, some case study that he got done, and most of those accounts that hate AEW are phony accounts. And he kind of hinted that WWE, he's like, who would have the money to make all of these false accounts? So he kind of hinted, kind of hinted that WWE would waste their time Making a bunch of burners to diss uh, AEW, uh, so there you go. That's what that's the tweet that he's uh, that they're talking about here. Uh, but Adam Schur, the formerly Braun Strowman, claimed that Tony Khan pays the dirt sheets and banned AEW talent from working for CYN. So not surprised that the last part because nobody nobody wants a part of that. The people they that's associated with that nobody Stop wants it. a part of that. My boy, like yeah, all are getting dragged it. on the internet, Adam. But oh, anyway, so, uh, so they had a show. I don't know if they had like the TV show or whatever. Uh, they, they've doing, they've been doing okay. dates. Like I know they did something in Dallas. Yeah, over uh, over the uh, WrestleMania weekend. I know they did something. They're, they're doing other stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't keep up with. Uh, I don't keep up with all of it. Side note. I know they have something going on. I do agree with Adam though. Tony definitely pays the dirt sheets. Probably not for any reason that Braun is saying. I just told you all a couple weeks ago though. Some of these rumors. <laughs> Sound like Tony set it up himself almost. Like <laughs> I'm telling you, I am your source. Like Tony is the source they're talking about. No one else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, <laughs> I'm joking. Tony, Tony paid to have a case study done on his haters. Yes. Like sir, that's that, it's the internet. I, I, everyone loses their mind. By the way, I love Becky's tweet. She had a great reply, but she basically was like, "We did a case study. She did a case study the other way, and just it was it was funny. Her reply is hilarious. Matter of fact, I have to go look it up because I want to reply. I want to read it off because it's almost word for word what Tony said. I feel like that's such a complete and utter waste of time and somebody's money. But, I mean. No, most people realize that he's out of his uh, Even AEW fans was looking at that and was like, 
he tripping. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, this is literally word for word, basically how he worded it. And Becky, uh, Becky said it this way: an, an independent study confirmed that much of the staunch anti-Becky in the arena boors aren't real individuals. It's a staff running thousands of AI. An army of bots. Look closely. These aren't real people. Who'd pay for such a wildly expensive thing? See? That's literally word for word what Tony said. All the difference is she's referring to the people who were booing her oh in stadiums. That man is crazy. Somebody needs to check him out. Yes, he is out of his mind. Tony and that's all right. I have to say. He is crazy. Like he, right. he is insane. That's why, once again, I don't necessarily agree with much with what Adam has to say, but... I agree there, Adam. He definitely is in. He is in the dirt sheets. His bed he with him. He's with him. Right, right. They are together. Cahoots. They are one in the same people. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Fightful says there's been a falling out between Ember Moon and AEW, but AEW sources say there doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency. Tony Khan said it. Oh, either <laughs> yes. So this is what happened because this is the way the story is even reported. So it said Fightful said that there is there has been a feeling out process. I said falling out earlier, so I'm he sorry. Did. Sorry, guys. They didn't fall out. They, it's been a feeling out process between Ember Moon. Ember Moon feeling them out. They feeling her out. But there's AEW sources say that it doesn't mean doesn't seem to be a sense of urgency to sign her from AEW. So again, Tony says if somebody found out that Ember is kind of like on the fence. And Tony is like, well, I'm on the fence. Yep, that's what it is. Tony called Fife was like, I'm on the fence too. I just want you to know. I don't want you to think that we considering her either. We're not 100% in on this. You know, we just don't want to pick up every new talent. Like, but look Uh, how I think Ember is seeing what's happened to Ruby, what's happened to um, some of the other female talent. And it's like, okay, well, let's see. Let's see how it goes for them. Like Red Velvet, uh, Kiara Hogan. Yeah. I think he should take, first of all, I think he should take his time signing a lot of these people from WWE. Only reason why I really want to maintain that is because it's just like some, some of this stuff is just too, too fast. It's like, man, like y'all, it's people on your roster complaining about not getting time on television. And you just stay adding to the roster. Like, all right. But I, he has the ring on a property. We'll see where that goes. He has a lot more. He got, got three or four different platforms for AEW. So he ain't got no money. I don't know. I don't know. But at the end, that maybe that is the case too. That you know, maybe the well is running a little we, dry. All we these, gotta, we gotta start some of these people. We gotta let some contracts expire. It's going to start happening because you have to believe they have some type of cap, right? Like he can't just. I know he's a billionaire, but well, even billionaires. They they told you know, Marco that budget cuts was why he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Is, so I'm saying people. Are, I'm saying that's more of that is probably going to start to happen if he continues to keep just being a throwing out. You know contracts that everybody he's a fan of. That's why I say every, and I think wrestlers should do the same. Everybody shouldn't be not looking, should not be looking to just jump there. There's so many other options, and you can just make money just traveling around, being, you know, uh, I think she's Athena, right? She's Athena now, just traveling around being Athena. She has been. So yeah, she's Uh. she's fine. She's gonna be fine either way. Do you Uh, Twitch stuff? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Apparently, Brandy while backstage for Cody's debut at WrestleMania. Uh, says she's focused on her unscripted content, so it seems like she's focused more on that the newer yeah, show, the cooking show, yeah. the show that's coming up. Uh, but has been continuing her in ring training. So who knows? I don't think she, I don't think they signed her to wrestle as of yet or anything. But she's still training. So there you go. Uh, for whatever is worth, PW Insider claims Cody Rhodes is listed internally as the number two babyface on Monday Night Raw. Behind Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles at number three. Whatever. It, it doesn't matter. And I, I'm I I just wanted that's why I had to make sure I read that first part. I didn't say for whatever it's worth. They rolled out on the rumors for whatever it's worth. Because oh. it doesn't matter if it's some internal list of baby faces of like so it doesn't <laughs> matter. Okay? That don't matter. And honestly, the only reason why and if anybody tripping when they saw this only reason why Bobby is number one in my opinion is because he's probably going to fight Roman before Cody would. Yeah. Bobby would get that shot before Cody would in my opinion. That's just my thought process. I think you should let Cody build up uh, more. Top heels on the brand are obvious. Self, Kevin, and Edge and Priest. Makes sense if you look at what they've been doing. 
so Seth Rollins is not turning babyface. A lot of people thought that, you know, that even though the crowd loves him and he would be a great one, I think they're not going to pull that trigger yet, and I think too that's soon. a great idea. Just don't do it. No, just don't do it until Can it's it inevitable. Right. Don't do it until it's inevitable. Because I think if you keep building it up, when it finally he finally fights for oh, Roman and he, he, he beat him or whatever, yeah, it'll blow the roof off if, you know, they do this the right way. Uh, it's expected to be all hands on deck for Money in the Bank this year. All the big stars working, uh, working the show through local advertisements seems to indicate as much. So, I don't know if that means double. I don't know if they're trying to say both SmackDown and Raw, but I thought that's every year, right, for Money in the Bank, right? Yeah. Both SmackDown and Raw always do that. So, they must mean people like Brock Lesnar or the Cody's and some of the, the bigger names in the company oh, will so all be, be there. In the Money in the Bank match? Either in the match or on the show some way. That's the way they're signing. Well, they're sounding vague. based on local advertisements. We will see. Uh, Dave Meltzer says so Nash Carter. What's up? Advertisements mean nothing. They no, it's subject get to change. But ten seats. Yeah, it's subject to change. But I'm just saying that's what they they they're just. It's a rumor. Okay. Leave it at that. Dave Meltzer said Nash Carter getting fired by WWE was not well received by the locker room of NXT. Again, a lot of people don't necessarily like this. It's literally I saw a justice for Nash Carter hashtag out there. A lot of people are outraged. I. I don't know. I don't know enough about any of the situations. I don't know enough about Kimberly to even say that she's straight flat out lying. Even if they, even if you got the proof, because I saw some people posting that, posting that months ago she was really friendly with uh, Wesley's wife, but then, you know, now she talks oh. about Wesley's wife like she don't know her or whatever. And I'm just like, well, that don't prove much or nothing, because you can be around somebody else's partner and not secretly not really like them like that. Not, they don't have to all get along just because they all just because their men were best friends is what I'm trying to say. But anyway, right. that's besides the point. I don't care about it because I don't know anything, and I'm leaving it all alone. Uh, it, if he didn't do anything and he's just getting wrapped up into some mess, that sucks. It really do suck. Uh, but honestly, it obviously also seems to be been a consorted effort by whoever it was who posted the photo, really, not even just the accusation, because I think they would have held on to him. People have been accused of stuff. I mean, look how long it took him to get rid of uh, VD. Yeah. Look how long it took him to get rid of VD, and he had some way worse accusations. They don't, they don't. The uh, well, I don't know way worse, but I don't know how you really it, compare them. They both suck, the accusations. Like, but you know what I mean. One, one, one. That one was, is with a minor, nah, and the yeah, other one that is worse. abuse. So, I, yeah, I think, I think you can rank them. But they, I just, had, either way it goes. The company's had enough scandal over the past couple of years that any amount of scandal, proven or unproven, is gonna get you fired if you don't have a good excuse. And I, but I also understand what people are saying. Like, no, but you guys have held some people's hand, and there's some people who still like the theories of the world, and some of these other people who have riddles, who have these accusations does out it, there, does and it. you held their hand. Now I got you. I'm with you. I'm just saying, people look at that, and they're gonna, they're gonna always. That's just how it works. People are gonna compare. Even when it, even when it's different, you know, evidence no. and all that, whatever, you know. What, what I mean? I'm saying was, in those situations, I'm not saying what's right or wrong, but in those situations, it seems as though they had a conversation with the company, and the company decided to continue oh, yeah. to be true. with them. It's true. So whatever conversation they, they didn't just fire him because they saw the stuff on Twitter and they was like, oh no, nah, you got to get out of here. They had a conversation with him. He couldn't provide good answers nine times out of ten, so they agreed to let him go. Yeah, I, I, I get. I'm not business works. I'm not saying I, I get what you're saying, and that's that's practical. But what I'm saying is, is that even with a good ex, I don't know how you explain that photo. You can't explain it. <laughs> like if you like, like, what the hell he gonna say at the interview process to explain? Well, they, they let people say, "Oh, on. I was I was 15. I thought it was funny all the time." Yeah, but on top of the other accusation. Even if they believe what he said in the other, just the timing of it, that's why I said it's obviously a, obviously a concerted effort by whoever reposted the photo and all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whoever got all of that turned up, they were really trying to get him out of here, whether it was deserved, because I don't know, or whether it was not, because I don't know. But anyway, I'm leaving that alone because, again, I don't know. And I don't like talking about stuff I don't know about. I'm not in that mess. Just leave me alone. It sucks for Wesley because, like I said, you're in a tag team. You got signed as a tag team. You just had Your the partner titles. gone. You just won the titles back. Right. Now you have to give it up, and we don't even necessarily know what's next for you. It sucks for you because you had nothing to do with this mess. Uh, but, you know, that's how it goes. Uh, Wendy Chu 
signed an extension with WWE last year just before changing her character. So that's cool. I'm glad Wendy Chu is, uh, you know, signed. She seems pretty, uh, really, as a matter of fact, better in the ring than I actually thought with the gimmick. I thought the gimmick would just be a complete joke. She just doze off in the middle of matches and stuff like that. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. But she, you know, not really a joke. So good for her that, that she's extended. I don't necessarily know about her future because I don't know how much further you can get with just a, a character who sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, but you know, it is what it is. I like, I don't mind it. I'm goofy like that though. Ray Mysterio missed Raw this past week due to a medical issue. Dave Meltzer, that's almost pointless because you didn't tell us nothing about anything now. But anyway, he said he'll be back in a week or two, most likely. So thanks for that nothing of information, <laughs> really. But yeah, Ray wasn't there because of medical. Uh, you know, so who who knows? Was it the same thing, same reason for real? Because they, they said she. Uh, for oh, no, protocol, no, no. but they never, <laughs> never explained the protocol. Like, like ACL protocol. Oh, I love WWE. Yeah. Those oh, no, she's in protocol. What protocol? Like for what? No, Flu no protocol. just protocol. Okay. All right. Whatever. We're not gonna mention that word. Pregnancy protocol. We're not gonna mention the vid at all. Uh, as WWE continues building up a title unification match with the Usos, Wrestling Observer notes: RK Bro are advertised. Are advertised? Advertised? What is advertised? RK Bro are advertised. That's what I did. That's hilarious. RK Bro are advertised for the next two episodes of SmackDown. Okay. Not surprised. They're they're literally doing like you said. That you just mentioned at the beginning. They're trying to do a unification match. That, so that's not, not that's not it. Why is that here? You guys didn't y'all, <laughs> they needed an extra room because they would have only had four if it was for that day. If it wasn't for that one, mm. uh, AW currently lists September twenty two as the tentative date for its release of its video game all right cool i didn't think we were gonna get it this soon but i have no problem with that funny though i'm pretty sure cody was all through that game yeah now he's his whole character is just it's gone it's a race that's, right that's why it's been pushed back they so gotta, now they you gotta wipe him clean you won't get a cody into in a video game until wwe 2k 23 yeah yeah there you go uh wwe wwe's upcoming uk pay-per-view event had more than 59,000 people pre-register for tickets in the first 24 hours. Oh. That's a new company record. That's surpassing even WrestleMania. Well. So the UK is going to show out in them shows, and it's about damn time we start getting uh, some of these highlights. I hear it all the time for what, uh you know, they do with some of these big events, but it's cool to finally see it's just some of their, you know, just tours. Uh, is doing good. By the way, they're doing really good. By the way, so like you can say whatever you want about those budget cuts. Like we all hated them and how it was executed, but everything I've been hearing about them financially, oh, they've been flourishing. Oh my god, they've been rolling in the dough. So I appreciate it just makes some people hate them even more. But it seemed like the budget cuts was the right thing to do. Yeah. If you if you're about making money, I, I'm not saying it's morally the right thing to do. No, nah, not, you don't fire people a couple morally. days before Thanksgiving. Yeah, Christmas and all that. Yeah, don't do that. That's not right. Morally, of course, it's wrong. But financially, <laughs> financially. Anyway, uh, the Good Brothers Impact contract expires in July. Expires in July, according to PW Insider. The duo recently teased testing the free agent waters in an interview with what coach just gone back to New Japan, you guys. But it doesn't matter. Those, I think those are the only people who probably would happily accept you back. Uh, because the fans in AEW just killed the Good Brothers, which you know, oh, they hate being the elite, they get they did get annoying after a while on there. Yeah. I will say that they did, and the way they were using AEW, they were annoying there. You know, but they've done they they they've done great for themselves in Impact, even though their lack of teams to fight over there had them with like the longest tag team reign I've seen. And like I I honestly felt like they never. I still I wouldn't as a matter of fact I wouldn't. Bit past if they weren't still the tag champs. I don't even know if they are or not. But I'm just saying that's how long they had had this reign going, and uh, or at least how long uh, they've been in that mix. Let me at least say no, it that it's way. still them. They're still the tag team champions as we speak. Yup. So there you go. Let me, I, double, let me verify. Have they lost it? I no, mean, no, like, they they lost it. So they did lose it once before. They lost it March fifth. So this is recent, like a month ago. So they just lost the tag title. So Eric okay. Young, Joe Doring. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. So back to our pointless thing that we told you about. Uh, insider notes that WWE internally lists the top women's baby faces on Raw <sighs> as Bel Air, Alexa Bliss, and Rhea Ripley. 
makes sense, but that Rhea Ripley one does not make sense for my thing about her joining Edge. So yeah. She might not be joining Edge if uh-huh. it's true, but like I told you, for whatever this is worth. Anyway, <laughs> especially when you think about who they got the heels on, because watch this. The women's heels on Raw are internally listed as Becky Lynch, obviously, Carmella, come on, okay, and then Zelina Vega. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, not the deepest. And nobody else in there? Heel. What about Natty? Bianca has killed everyone already in, in that. Yeah. That is a SmackDown, I guess. But but Rhea got to turn heel if okay. she's going to fight B. That's what I'm saying. We, the point I'm making is that every heel they listed, Bianca is already bested. Yeah. So I guess that's why we're getting her versus Sonya. Oh. Yeah, that's probably why. Uh, PW Insider reports that Pat Buck, who quit his job, by the way, he quit his job as a producer for WWE right after WrestleMania 38. He got his check so they bounced. They pissed him off that day or something. Or he just overworked. He was done. He was out. That was the last straw. It was a good night, but he was probably was a good show. He was like, yeah, I ain't coming back. Sick of this. Like like Magic Johnson said, everybody loved using that clip when he was leaving. The like, but that's what Pat Buck was like. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> like Magic Johnson was laughing, bro. He was like, nah, I'm done. By the way, if you're going to quit a job, just be able to be rich enough and good enough in your life where you can quit like Magic. Like, quit. Magic just had the greatest quit ever. I shout out. Shout out to Magic Justin for that one. Anyway, uh, Pat Buck literally is already working for AW. He's already got another job. Oh, so he had no, he was not worried about it. He already had the application put in at the other place. He was not tripping. He was ready to leave. So, good for you, Pat. Anyway, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio's Dave Meltzer. You know what happened? I just remember. What happened? Go ahead. Vince booked himself to win against Pat McAfee. That was one. You remember? Yeah. That was the strongest. You know, not only that, because like, they didn't even want him to go out there. They didn't even want him to wrestle. Like, people was advising him not to even wrestle. So when he said, screw y'all, I'm doing what I want. He's like, man, whatever, man. I worked my ass off. I ain't got no saying nothing around here. <laughs> just going to AW. He could just veto everything no, I say. Ain't no upward mobility here. Right. Well, what the hell? He going to always have a last fucking say. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, yeah. Uh, Dave Meltzer speculates that Tony Khan's huge announcement next week could be related to a, either a broadcast deal for Ring of Honor or a streaming deal for AEW. They, uh, by the way, Tony Khan. I talk a lot of mess about you. I know you probably on coke too because I never forget how you looked that day. The last time you gave us a good announcement, a big <laughs> joking, announcement. Joking. I'm not joking about that. <laughs> I, I will stay. I will die on that hill. Joking. That night when he bought all H, he had a mountain. Joking. He was all. He was. He was Scarface. But anyway, uh, oh besides that, you've already told us this, Mel. <laughs> the first time it was announced, but you thought it was the streaming deal. So of course. Anyway, inside the notes that WWE, oh, okay, I already put that. AOP, this is the funny one you were talking about. Oh, yeah. So, the AOP in their, their, in their, the sessions, it's not oral sessions anymore. I guess she got tired of that getting through in her that face. gag? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> that gag. Let's go. Anyway, uh, Renee, they told Renee that prior to their WWE release, AOP told Renee, they rejected a creative idea that they were not comfortable. They were not comfortable doing. And my first reply after that was fresh off TikTok. That'll do it. That That'll do it. <laughs> you want you want to get released? Tell them no. Right. Tell them no. You won't do it. You you really think you that our truth wanted to talk to some invisible kid named Little Jimmy? Maybe he did, but the point I'm saying is that never. All I'm saying is if they told him to do that, he was gonna do it. Exactly. And Same thing when he was out there walking around his uh, I think one of the, the military, the rebel, uh, the uh, one whatever Civil War outfit I think they had him in that time. He was on his, he was out of his damn mind. When he was going against John Cena. I love that uh, feud, by the way. Uh, anyway, besides that, like I can think of the list. I told you we literally saw Rusev, his Rusev wife got married to somebody else in front of him. Had yeah. to let had to let Bob Bob was tonguing down this man's wife. Yep. You think he wanted to do that? <laughs> You think Rusev wasn't protesting? But you know he had to do it. It's just like when they was. It's just like when everybody was like, "No, nah, that 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 shameless view." You know that was Jeff's idea. He had a lot of input. Yeah, I'm sure he did, but that that don't mean he wanted to throw piss on the man or whatever. That you remember that? <laughs> you remember that? That's I what do. I'm saying. 
You know, Ray Mysterio wanted his eye to get took out by the steps in the pandemic. They were desperate. They were doing everything. Do you think? Trying to get people to watch. Do you think Sami Zayn or Bobby wanted to trot them three men out there in dresses? Yes. Talking about they Bobby Lashley's sister. Come on, bro. Especially Bobby. Look how they disrespect this man family. Come on, man. So, yeah. Anyway, it's a list. I can go down a list. Oh, like we just said, old man taking the stunner when he was against everybody's wishes. We anybody tell Vince to do that? Self <laughs> kill. We like, oh, I got it. It's me. I'm just saying, man. He looked like he it is what it is. Yeah, he, he did. He did. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, AOP, don't do that. <laughs> don't tell them no. Especially when, like you mentioned earlier, one of you all, all, were of always them. injured. Like I said, one of you were all. Even if the one of them was fine, the other one was probably hurt. So you already that's another that strike right there. We already talked about how Finn Balor has never even touched the world title, never even sniffed the world title, couldn't even get on WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble this year. And that, this ain't got nothing to do with him being injury prone, but I'm just saying, once they thought he was injury prone, this man ain't been close to the main event. No. So I'm all. just saying. So if you have injuries playing against you, and then you tell them no, then you got an attitude. Yeah, it's over with. Out of here. You're out. Yeah. Sorry. You're gone. Uh, Fightful mentioned that before WWE settled on the new name of. Ludwig Kaiser. By the way, that is why did they do my Marcel Bartel is fine. Can we just leave it at Marcel Bartel? Why can't why can't it? Now he gotta be Ludwig Kaiser? It ain't Russian enough. Anyway, apparently uh they were initially going to go with Ludwig Claus. Klaus, I guess Klaus. I guess Klaus. Is K-L-A-U-S. No, but we would like if you wanted to be Santa Claus, you could say Klaus. Oh, like Klaus, Klaus, German, Klaus, German, Klaus German, German, basically. It's German. In Klaus, IP, the vampire. Right? Klaus is German, right? It's, I don't know. I could be it's wrong. Something. But anyway, I think it's German. Anyway, uh, I think that's what they're going with there with Ludwig, 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 Ludwig Klaus, Klaus the fish, Klaus the fish from uh, American Dad. He was German. Oh, so he is German. Yeah. I'm just thinking because if I think back to history, I think a couple of prominent German people back then. Niklaus. Niklaus is German. Ah, so part of it. Klaus is Dutch and Scandinavian. Ah, okay. You learn with, something with, new every time. So they're giving him Dutch and Scandinavian name. With a little bit of German because with of a little German. With a little German. Okay. All right. Cool. Nice. Thank you. Education. You learn something new every day. Uh, But yeah, uh, add that to the list of things that just didn't have to change. Yep. That changed anyway. That is the final rumor, though, of the week. I thought I think this is a, one of my favorite rumor segments yet because I had a lot of a lot of little fun one-liners to get out. Last but not least, because man, this actually this episode right here was longer than you said. Hold on, I got some marbles. Was way longer than what I said. Okay, I didn't know this what order we were going. I thought we was ending with your stuff. Go ahead. Oh, we, well, we can end with No, we, just do it. You right, already so, said it. Let me read this first. Let me let me tell you this. I, I wanted to read a book, right, because I was bored yesterday. And let me just read the description. Blue Lavelle is cautious with her heart these days. After unknowingly having cheer, children with a married man, she's recovering from heartbreak and betrayal. First of all, you don't unknowingly have children by a married man. Her name, Blue. It's, it's yeah, Lavelle. <clears throat> with her children's father locked up. So not only was he married, but now he locked up on gun charges. What the hell? Poor, what a wife is. Hey, we'll get to that. <laughs> Blue has thrown herself into work and motherhood. It wasn't until she meets a photographer named O'Shea Bowen, <laughs> which is a massage client hers, that she considers opening her heart again. Tables turn when her ex, Isaiah, is suddenly released and looking to get the old thing back. His possessive nature won't allow him to let Blue go so easily, even with his wife in his back pocket. What the fuck is this story? How you, how you get out of jail, got a wife that's, that held you down, but you're like, nah, I want my side chick. Right. Like, and then you got kids that you ain't even paying child support for because you was in jail. Hold but on. Not Let only me. that, not only that, I just want to have, I have to say this because I'm about to lose it. <laughs> this is insanity. It's what this is. Oh, there's more. Just keep going. Just keep going. I, I was about to say it, but go ahead. I'll wait. Um, 
even with years between them, he still loves Blue and is willing to pay the ultimate price to have her. What happens when obsession turns deadly? Join this trio's journey of love, betrayal, revenge, and redemption as the drama unfolds. It sounds like her and this man that was in jail on gun charges that's married to this other woman is going to get together at the end instead of her doing the rational thing and being with the photographer. You know why she won't be with the photographer? Because his name O'Shea? It's only man. It's a black author. It's a black author, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we don't. She only know one O'Shea. She know two O'Shea. Oh, one technically still only one O'Shea because that's just little O'Shea, little little the other one. But you know what I mean. You know two O'Shea. <laughs> come on, bro. That's not. Come on, man. Also, the wife. You know two O'Sheas out here. The bro. wife must know about the side chick and the kids. How is this a tale of redemption? That's what I want to know. Who is getting redeemed? The, the dude. You about to make me say a word. The dude that was in jail. How is he getting redeemed? I don't think he should be. But that's what this description is saying. Anyway, I'm not going to go deeper than that. Do you have any other marvels? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just mm-hmm. an example of one of the books that she may give you a review of. As you can see, it's a mess. <laughs> yes. So, Permission to Dance Las Vegas commences for day three um, on Friday and day four on Saturday where they're doing the online viewing. Um, I may watch the online viewing. Depends on how I feel about life tomorrow. But uh, J-Hope was at the Lady Gaga jazz concert, disrespected the hell out of V by saying Lady Gaga introduced him to jazz. V plays the saxophone and the trumpet. If that ain't jazz, I don't know what he is. Just because he can play some instruments don't mean he know nothing about no jazz. He know plenty about jazz. <laughs> jazz is his, like, have you heard Stigma? Yeah, I get you. I, I, he, how do you know he produced it? He made it? He contributed. He played the instrument? Yeah, he contributed. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Anything else? Um, we stand for Jimin. Something, something, longest or most yeah, listened most to song, song on SoundCloud. On SoundCloud. Talking about all, all morning, morning. You stand. Um, I guess here. keep that up. Our Blues is on Saturday and Sunday this week. No no reveal of the Jim and OST just yet. I'll keep you posted. Um, but that has been Moe's Marbles. Sweet. Okay. Uh, what I also wanted to say, uh, by the way. You're right. I told you this before. This is going to be a short podcast. The fact that with no script, we got an hour out. And I haven't, we haven't talked about Bounce Bust Down. And I don't have a lot. We don't have the, we can delve, <laughs> but like, it's just, let's, by the way, let's get into it real fast because that's, that's what I'm, I'm going to use that as the thumbnail. I'm, I'm even going to title this episode after what we're talking about now. So it's going to be funny. Like, people may listen 50 minutes in, like, why the hell they named it? You going to hell. But, no, I ain't going to say you. They going to hell. That's what they're, I'm saying. They're, they're going, going to hell. hell. I'm not gonna say they're. They are. So I should put they apostle. R E. Should I just put Proper. they going to hell? Like ah. we do in the south. They going to hell. They going to hell. Cause forget proper English. They going to hell. Right? If if a if a man from Korea can say shawty, I can say they. They going. <laughs> they going to hell. They're going to hell for all you people who need uh it you know proper, but. Yeah, the uh, was this fifth episode? I think. Yeah. The fifth episode, man, of Bust Down. Um, the disrespect is just like if you ask, if you hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you guys to find the most religious people in your life and show them this episode. Don't do that, please. They gonna hate you. They gonna be mad. They gonna be like, "What are you showing?" They gonna they might immediately be like, "This is the devil." They might whatever it is, but I promise you, <laughs> go to that first. Please, like it started off with something I love and hold very dear to my heart, a hot box. But guess where they hot boxed it? In the parking lot of a church. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and this whole storyline is by Sam's, you know, uh, you know, Nina. Nina. That's I be trying to get that right. I'm glad you remember her name because I be I don't. I'm sorry, but because I love her character, but I just be remembering. Okay, Sam's woman. But okay, I got you, Nina. Nina's mom is living with her and Sam right now. Because let's, a tree fell on their yeah, house? Yeah, let's be even more vague. This episode is about Nina's relationship with her mother. And that is triggering for, you know, for a lot of personal reasons. And it's also, she said one line, and I just want to let you guys know. You can go watch it and see what I'm talking about. But Nina's mother, Nina, in reference to her mother, said, I don't like nobody like my mama. 
And once you meet Lisa Bonham, you'll know exactly what she's talking about. Yes. Because I 100% agree. I've never liked any person like that. Yes. Like, I don't care what your age group is, who you are, whatever. If you are like that, if you believe in the stuff that she was saying and treating your her, your own kids the way that she treated her daughter, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's 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 it can be triggering from that point. But once again, like we've mentioned multiple times, they enter serious, you know, back, like some part of it's always one part of the story that's kind of or very very serious or something we should all take seriously. Yeah, but then uh, it's just nonsense, just a bunch of just. Blasphemy and nonsense in this episode. So, Jack's Jack's storyline is him messing around with some kids. No, don't even say that. He's fighting the ushers. He is literally fighting little two little uh, uh, ushers who's uh, who was guarding. I guess the collection place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were guarding, basically because he used to be one of them, and it, it's it's just it's it's it's, it's Jack. It's, so yeah, it's Jack. Everything we've told you about Jack just. Yeah, I like I said. Okay, well we gotta get what what is Jack up to in this episode? It's obviously gonna be some insane. Uh, Langston is uh, yeah, hanging oh. out with some old biddies. That's as far as we gotta go today. Watch the episode. Yeah, watch the episode. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna get really really good. And- <laughs> the climax of this episode is just it's top level for me, and maybe you guys can judge me because of how much I enjoyed it. But ah, oh, it's top level. The pastor, in my opinion, even when he was nervous, I loved it. When he when he started, when he finally got his, you know, his group, his group. Because thanks to Chris, by the way, we'll, you know that, that was that's Chris another thing. Line. Chris had a storyline with the pastor there. He was trying to get famous in the church. Awesome, like it's just it's just awesome. Like that that once they got to when uh her mother was trying whether or not she was going to accept the church's donation or not. Uh-huh. That. That scene right there, I don't want to tell you anything. Just go watch it. I promise you, I died laughing because it was just it was it was nice. If you watch the whole episode, it'll all make perfect sense. Oh. It's it's just I don't know. I loved it. It's definitely gonna ruffle feathers or it could disrespect a lot of people when it comes to how they view it. But if you've been in a church and if you know anything about some of the little cliques in church, or if you know how church can be, especially a black church uh, in America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, it, it touches on some things, but it's just completely it oh. was hilarious to me. Like the way just, things played out. Just nonsense. Absolutely hilarious. But yeah, I can't really say anything other than I, I will give a hint. So yeah, there's go ahead. there's body oil or holy holy oil involved. <laughs> yes, holy oil will be involved. Holy oil is involved. Yeah, holy oil will be involved. Just uh, let your mind wander so yeah, a little just, bit. Just as you know, think about it. But anyway, uh, that's I like I said. The only way I can summarize that episode is we literally said it at the end. <laughs> they go into hell, like, and I hate when Christians say that because especially I'm from Louisiana. That's you can't get much deep south in Louisiana. So yeah, people around here, whether they black, whether they white, whatever it is, Christians around here, and a lot of not even just Christians really, but. Some people they they really will they will damn you to hell like it's their choice. Yes, <laughs> like that that is prominent. They will tell you you're going to hell if you're not blah 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 whatever it is, or whatever. if you are blah 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 you going to hell. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I don't like that. I always despise because like who the hell are you to tell me? You know what I mean? You are just like you are normal mortal just like me. So if you truly believe in your in, in your God, then why the hell are you acting like you're Him? You know, in that way. Yeah. In this case, it is perfectly warranted to so you. Justified. <laughs> almost. So like, justified. This is one of them times where I'm like, you know what? If a religious person walked up and just said, nah, everybody in there going to hell. It's like, you know what? All right. Because if it's anything. <laughs> if it's anything. That'll get you there. It's right. some of the stuff that happened in this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But anyway, Ooh, ch- check it out. I, 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 I really loved it, though. That's the thing. The this is and all of my friends have literally told me, and if you want to listen, you know, they've already texted me and told me they think I have the darkest or the whatever, the, the sickest sense of humor. I, I contest it. I like to blame, you know, uh my cousin, who I consider at the same by the way, he knows. He's just as dirt, he's just as messed up as me. We that's literally what we did growing up, is just be as crazy as hell with our humor. So I know he'll appreciate this. My friends will love this because we talk about 
errant pastors and all that type of stuff just as joking. It's just joking between us. So, yeah, yeah. this episode is perfect for people who oh. can get a laugh at stuff like this. Stuff that's supposed to be serious. I like to laugh at it. I love it. This was great. Uh, my favorite episode, really, by far. Probably my f- favorite episode since the second one, honestly, when we found out about Sam's other, because that episode was funny, too. The first one and the, the first one and the second one, two of the funniest ones. Oh, and Sam got beat up. Yeah. When okay. Sam got beat up by his baby mom. Uh, the first and the second one, I think, were two of the funniest ones. The third one was uh, with Langston was funny. <laughs> the beige rage is definitely funny. I think that was the third one. And then I, I can't remember exactly. The fourth one was nonsense. We completely just said, yeah. Just like, yeah. That whole episode with the homeless people and all that. Yeah. That, was just, that was just craziness. Was just and nonsense. then this episode right here is just out of this world to it's, me. It's a great it's, mix of, of those. It's everything, episodes. right. It's not, It's a lot of nonsense, but it has a lot of what we liked about the first two episodes in it too. So, yeah. We need more episodes. We're new for season I agree. Two. I, please, I please let Bust Down come back. It, it is good fun. Uh, and shout out to everyone involved. But, yeah, that's it. They're going to hell. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully they don't bring us with them. That's all I can say. At, at this point, man, you know, Honestly, they were doing something that I've joked about plenty of times. All my people who are religious listening to this, I'm, I'm not sorry for saying it. Everybody who know me know me, but I've always, I already told me and you, we, we said it. We got to go. If we Next time we get invited to a church, we got to go in there hand in hand, like like cradled. Like, we, because we, like, as soon as we step foot, we I'm fearful. We both going to burst out. <laughs> Whole church on fire. We, we didn't. They think it's a, uh, another national, you know, another disaster. Yeah, somebody, yeah attack. a terrorist attack. They think it's an attack. Nope, just two, two, two ne'er do wells. Ne'er do wells. Oh, or sinners, like the pastor would say. Not ne'er do wells. Yeah, two sinners just walked into church and just blew up. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, on that note, <laughs> I only have two things to say in two different languages. I'm gonna let you do the other because I know you like to do that language. Okay, so can I go Ready? first? Go ahead, you go first. Annyeonghi Kaseo. There you go. Adios. Au revoir. <laughs>